Hi. We're back. And better than ever. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, we barely did research for this, but maybe that'll make it more fun. Who knows? Who knows? Honestly, also, I was just thinking before we started this, I was like, I have nothing to talk about. But then <laughs> she just gave me the most, like, surprise look. I'm just thinking, like, what is there to talk about? Is that all you... I thought you were going to have a story. <laughs> no, I'm just so drained oh. and ready for this, like, whole life to be over. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. I'm totally We kidding. have that was uh, really spring break next week, so our brains are like... Oh, so that means that there won't be a podcast next week, I guess. But I guess we could record later, but maybe or we, we should... could record on, like, tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's not going to be a podcast next week. Maybe it'll be a quick, like, five-minute phone call of us just being like, hey, Caitlin, what's up? Yeah. And then asking how things are going and if you've seen any cute dogs lately. Right. Yeah. And, okay. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah, that'll be, that would be fun. Yeah. Because we won't see... <laughs> Dogs just got into a fight, but they have um, they regulated. settled. They regulated yeah. themselves. That's good girls. <laughs> now Elsie's trying to play. Okay. Tally's not oh. happy with <laughs> you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. We also noticed, well, we didn't notice, Levi was listening in the car and literally had to like turn off his car because he kept hearing the the like ding ding of Elsie's collar and thought it was something with his car. <laughs> so we took off their collars. Yeah, so we fixed that hopefully um, for you two people that have listened. I also noticed, because I listened, I'm one of our listeners, uh-huh. so I noticed when- that I was sounded farther away than you did. Yeah, it's because you sit not next and to my I computer. And I just need you guys to be able to hear the full extent of my voice. because it's By the way, that's Olivia. And that's Caitlin. <laughs> She's the one who was talking, <laughs> complaining about you guys not hearing her voice. Yeah, it's y'all's fault. No. Um, but yeah, things are going well. <laughs> we have like four assignments to do. The Monday and Tuesday when we get back from spring break, Which so is cruel. it is, and <sighs> yeah, I just got one done now. Yeah, Olivia's pretty much done. Olivia's pretty good at that. I'm, but the I don't... easy ones, the hard ones are not done. Yet. Yeah, um, I don't. I I don't want to start any of them. We have like, that, that case due too. Is that case due the day? After? It's the t- Tuesday. That sucks that we don't really get to miss a week of that class. Right. Now. She should have made it hey. not next week. It should have been due in two weeks. That's norm- We normally have a full week to have a break, and we're not going to have that. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear us complain more? Because we can. <laughs> <laughs> Let's both say one thing that's a, that was good um, today. Okay. You go first. Um, I ate pasta. So did I. I oh. had mac and cheese. Yeah, good. Yeah. Cool. Yesterday we walked out of class and it was raining and we were both like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> it's raining. This is horrible. And then I was like, wait a second. You tell it because I told it to somebody already. Oh, okay. So she was like, <laughs> who'd you tell? Daniel, you were there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were like, let's, let's stop complaining because maybe this rain is trying to tell us something or make us have a more positive outlook on other portions of life. Mm-hmm. So, and this was Olivia's idea. So then I was like, you're right. You're right. Let's stop complaining. And by a walk back to our cars, it was, it's like five minutes, 
yeah, it's like a five minute walk that we're having to do in the rain. So for a while, Olivia and I were just saying positive things like about the rain, right? Like maybe the rain is um, sending us a message. Maybe some places are in a drought. Some places are in a drought. Maybe people um, live without homes and are, and just, are just in the rain. Yeah, we don't have the coronavirus. Mm. Um, yet. <laughs> you have like the double whammy because it's in Tampa and Georgia. I know. No matter what you do, you can't. It's okay. We're strong. It's and it's it's not a high death rate. Yeah. Everyone needs to calm down. Yeah. So. And Stop we're, being racist. Exactly. We're healthy, so I feel like we could survive. I do too. Anyways, let's not jinx ourselves. Um, that was the tile. Or did you hit the? No, I hit right here. Oh, okay, good. Um, yeah. So yeah, we were basically just saying like we're lucky that we have cars to drive home in. We we were being funny too. Like I said, my pants were getting wet, and then I said, "Well, I'm lucky to even have pants." So, which is funny, but also true. It is. You're right. <laughs> I should be grateful for that. I've been starting every morning with doing like some gratitude, and most of the times I just say that I'm thankful for iced coffee and coffee in general and Tally and Olivia and my mom and Lucas. Oh, you talk about me? Yeah. Well, I talk about Elsie. You talk about Elsie? Yeah. Aww. Um, but sometimes I go a little... <laughs> but sometimes I go a little deeper and I say that I'm thankful for things like access to education and healthy food and water. Yeah. And if it didn't rain, we wouldn't have water, so... Right? Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't have a lot of things if we That's didn't That's true. Have... Food. Yeah. yeah. So... I encourage so. you two people out there listening. To stop being to so th- negative. To think Just about some things that you're freaking grateful for, Stop man. complaining all the time. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, we have our wine. We have our stories about dogs. And we have our real dogs in real life. Yeah. Real. Let's real. Let's see if real. can stay out the whole time. Yeah. I hope. Well, fingers crossed. <laughs> they can- oh. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Elsie. So, let's see. I... You do you have a fact for us? I do. Great. Um, so my fact again is three things dogs can't eat. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, we need to get back to that. So dogs. Did we ever do that, or was we, that I think one of, it was the first one. Okay. We did, yeah. Um. So dogs cannot eat cinnamon, macadamia nuts, or ice cream, and this comes from the American Kennel Club. And I thought it has like a list of things dogs can and can't eat. Um. Ice cream? Why? I know it's random. So they can't eat almonds, but. They can eat cashews. Isn't that weird? That is weird. And macadamia um, nuts are also off limits. Yes, correct. Um, and apparently, so it says almonds may not necessarily be toxic toxic to dogs like macadamia nuts are, but they can block the esophagus. Okay. So apparently, macadamia nuts are toxic, okay. which I did not know. So no macadamia nuts. They for can your... eat cheese. Oh, look how cute that little French bulldog is. Oh, my gosh. Um, can't eat chocolate. Right. Um, they can't eat cheese. cheese? No, they can't eat cheese. Oh, they cannot cute. eat chocolate. Okay. Um, but apparently what I've heard, and this could be wrong, um, is that it's not like the first time your dog eats chocolate, it's bad. It's like if it builds up in their system over time. Right, because there's some kind of, like, toxin in there that yeah. is bad in high doses. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like your dog would have to eat quite a bit of dark chocolate. Yeah. Because dark chocolate's the most concentrated with whatever it is. But again, not a vet, so. Right, don't listen to us. Don't Don't, don't feed your dog chocolate, bottom line. So then cinnamon, um, they it's not toxic to dogs, but it's 
probably best to avoid it. It says that cinnamon and its oils can irritate the inside of dogs' mouths, mm. making them uncomfortable and sick. Okay. Um, and it can lower a dog's blood sugar. Um, oh. And it can lead to decreased heart rate. Or increased heart rate, either one. <laughs> okay. And um, even liver disease. Okay. No cinnamon, so, people. No cinnamon. And then what was the Another last one? Was one. Ice cream. Yeah, we already talked about garlic. They can't eat garlic. Um, they can't eat honey apparently. No ice cream. As refreshing of a treat as ice cream is, it contains a lot of sugar, so it's best not to share with your dog. Also, some dogs have an in Intolerance to lactose to avoid the milk altogether. Freeze chunks of strawberries, raspberries, apples, and pineapples to give your dog a sweet, icy treat. That's smart. And then, again, macadamia nuts are some of the most poisonous food for dogs, which I did not know. Me either. Not that I eat very many macadamia nuts, but... Yeah, me either. They can cause vomiting, increased body temperature, inability to walk, and lethargy, and can affect the dog's nervous system. So, no macadamia nuts. And again, that comes from... uh, American Kennel Club or AKC.org. Okay. So. Very cool. That is very good to know. I think we mostly think like chocolate and grapes and then we forget that there are other foods. Yeah. Okay. Not to feed your pups. Well, you want me to go first or you want to go first? You can go first. All right. So my first story is from telegraph.co.uk so this takes place in France and it was written September 10th 2008 and a dog nicknamed Scooby which I'll tell you why later has become the first animal to be the witness in a murder murder trial like was brought up to the the stand Mm -hmm. so the animal is believed to have had been with his 59 year old owner when she was found this is going to be a little Not too graphic, but um, beware. She was found hanging from the ceiling of her Paris flat. How old is she? 59. Oh, okay. Um, Police believe it was suicide, but her family demanded a murder investigation. And during a preliminary hearing, the pet was led into the witness box by a vet to see how it reacted to a suspect. It is said to have barked furiously. Mm. So... Um, the aim was to decide if there was sufficient evidence to launch a full murder inquiry and a judge is yet to read it, reach a decision. This was again in 2008 and yeah. I couldn't find anything more okay. about it. Um, French judge Thomas Casuto praised the animal for its exemplary behavior and invaluable assistance. Aww. The dog has been named after the cartoon crime buster Scooby-Doo mm. and a spokesman for, um, I'm guessing this is the justice department in Paris but I'm not going to try and butcher this name, confirmed that the Nanterre case was the first time a dog had appeared as a witness in a crim- in criminal proceedings just in France, but he was almost certain that it's a world first. Mm. So I wonder how many times it's happened wow. since then. Uh, the French legal system does have a reputation for trials involving animals, most famously evoked in The Hour of the Pig, a murder mystery film which depicted an idealistic Parisian lawyer defending a pig charged with murder. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So, that's pretty much it. But wow. I think that's pretty crazy. Like, that was very good lawyering Yeah. to bring in, a, like, the dog to see how it would react. I mean, that's pretty good evidence that... Mm-hmm. I don't know what that would be. If it prove. can be admissible. Yeah. yeah. So, pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, okay, so my first story is less of, like, a story and more of, like, a springboard for conversation. Okay. 
<laughs> so this is from fox23.com. Um, it is titled Retired. <laughs> I just went up my nose. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it's titled Retired Tulsa Police Officer Finds Man's Body While Walking Dog Near Soccer Complex. Okay. And um, there's very few words um, in this article. It's mostly a video that I um, watched during class. So I don't, I'm just going to read you the like little bullet points and then we'll talk. So. Okay. Police are investigating a body found Monday in West Tulsa. Officials said man's body was found near a dumpster by the soccer fields. Um, a man called police after he found the body while walking his dog. Elsie, don't go over. Elsie. She just took Tally's phone. That's it. Tell, she, that's, she's literally used to it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, officers found... Okay, so I, I'm going to reread the first one, or the last one. A man called police after he found the body while walking his dog. Okay. okay. Officers found 49-year-old James Gray dead from a gunshot wound to his head. Um, police say they tracked down Gray's car and found Randy, I'm not going to say their names, but a man and a woman in it. Um, officers arrested them both, um, and they both ch- faced charges for first-degree murder. Um, and the dog kind of looks like a Rottweiler mix. Okay. But they never say his name. So, my, um, what I wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. is the possibility of finding, like, a body or other, like, crime while you're walking your dog because they have such good senses of smell. Yeah. I feel like that maybe we should walk our dogs more. And in weird places. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Carefully. But, yeah. Or not. Through the forest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, I feel like that's the biggest possibility for, like, someone with a dog to find a body. Yeah. Or, if they yeah. so please. Yeah. I mean, if anybody listens to, like, true crime podcasts or whatever, they're bound to have heard a story of, like, a dog, a finding, dog finding a body. A dog finding a body, yeah. Right? But Elsie has never done that. Tally hasn't either. Tally's not the biggest explorer or outdoor lover. She really just prefers... Um, to find tennis balls, and I have a feeling that if I brought her anywhere, she would sniff out a tennis ball in, like, whatever area possible. Because we used to bring her to the um, UGA tennis courts, and she would go and sniff out, like, tennis balls and bring them to us. So, that's what she really loves to find. Mm -hmm. Um, But dogs do smell, like, decomposing things, so so I'm guessing that would be, like, pretty easy for them maybe I don't know yeah and then it's like when you're walking your dog do you let them go off if they sniff something not like go off off leash but like do you follow them them right tug them back which I have things to say about that anyway because your dog rarely like it that's like pleasing to them to smell so like let them so maybe maybe we should continue to do that and we would find something Mm. (laughs) yeah that's cool yeah. I mean, not cool, but yeah, cool that the, like the dogs can do it. about that. What Tell me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm um, sorry. I just breathed really quick. Um, breathed? Breathed? Yeah, breathed. Yeah. Yeah. Breathe. Okay, anyways, um, that reminds me. One time, you remember when I sent you that post from Dog Spotting about the dog who, like, found a chicken sandwich in the bushes one time. Yeah, and, and now he goes there every time. And sticks his head in the bushes. Yeah. And still has never found another chicken sandwich. He doesn't have sandwich. another chicken sandwich. Chim-chim. How rude. Yeah. Someone needs to put a chicken sandwich in there for him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
I think this is really long, so I'm going to try and skip and skim while I'm reading to you guys. But this is a really important story. Okay. <laughs> so, service dog finds job at Central Illinois Elementary School. And this was written this year, February 22nd, 2020. So, Ooh, this dog is currently at the school. Wow. So, when it came time for eight-year-old Golden Retriever Zephyr to retire, he didn't know what to do. Um, he was a service dog for seven years, and he began showing signs of separation anxiety, which is common for working dogs, because once they retire, they no longer, they've been going everywhere with their owner for their whole lives. Mm-hmm. So, um... Zephyr is a working dog. That's all he knows. Zephyr's owner and mother of, um, oh, sorry, Don Otten is Zephyr's owner and then also mother of Tyler Otten, for whom Zephyr provided um, service to. So basically, she said Zephyr was ready to retire and um, his anxiety was heightening when he was left at home and they would try and bring Tyler, who he had been with for his whole life out of the house as well. So Tyler has autism and requires significant help and support from his service animal. Um, but then Zephyr began not keeping up with, um, Tyler. So she, they got a new service dog, Disney, which is really cute. Um, and they got him or maybe her on December 24th. So he was experiencing, Zephyr was experiencing signs of anxiety. Um, And so Don Otten collaborated with kindergarten teacher Audrey Hensley, and after numerous talks with the principal and teachers at Colleen Hoos Elementary, Zephyr started his new position on January 22nd as a therapy dog for students. And he loves it. And he's doing the same things that he was able to do for Tyler in the classroom. And um, the mom basically hopes that he'll benefit the students in the school. And let's see. Um, I feel like that's basically it. He, he's got a job now, you know, wow. he's getting, he's doing paid work yeah. in a real school. So I know, so cute. And I feel like that's, I feel like it's really important to slowly transition a service dog into retirement. And I'm sure that that's what they did. But then there's always that chance that the dog will be. Yeah. Have separation anxiety or be upset that he's left at home. So this is so such a cool way to like. He doesn't have to do as much because he's not walking with Tyler, but he's getting to still work, which mm-hmm. most dogs that are service animals love to do. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like he's a puppy again because you have to train a dog to exactly. be able to stay home by themselves when they're puppies. Yeah. And he yeah. never, he literally never did that. Mm-hmm. Like, Tally, when she used to come to school with me, she never really had that issue because there was always a time when I wouldn't bring her for whatever reason, like, labs in school. We weren't allowed to bring the dogs because of it being dangerous. And then um, uh, just other situations. So she never experienced that. But I'm sure even two years of working would could cause some animals, like, distress. Yeah. So. For sure. Very sweet. And this dog, he's a golden retriever. And he's, like, the sweetest thing ever. Mm-hmm. We'll post the picture. Yeah. Okay, um, this is from Reuters.com, um, and Elsie's chewing on a bone, and she's just slowly getting closer and closer to Tally while chewing <laughs> on it. Um, so, 
It is called UK Airport Sniffer Dogs Good at Finding Sausages but Not Drugs. <laughs> um, so a team of sniffer dogs set up at the British airport, um, and they have proved adept at discovering small amounts of cheese and sausage but not so good at finding smuggled drugs. <laughs> um, so a, um, they inspected... Uh, they did border inspection at Manchester Airport in Northern England and found that during the seventh-month period, the six dogs that were the drug-sniffing dogs mm-hmm. fa- failed to find um, any illegal drugs. So That's a pretty long time. Any, for seven months. Um, but I, I'm there... sorry, any illegal Class A drugs, okay. so like heroin and, or cocaine, which are very different, but are both Class A. Yeah. Um, were th- so... Were there drugs being smuggled? Yeah. Or? Okay. <laughs> so the well, dogs I just... think, yeah, I think so. Um, so the deterrent effect of the detection dogs was difficult to measure, but seizures alone represented a lower return on investment, giving $1.2 million spent on the new kennels and cost of operating the unit. Um, and so each dog had its own specialty in detecting goods such as drugs, tobacco, cash, and meat being illegally brought into the U.S. airport. Meat. Um, I know. <laughs> I bet they found the meat. Yeah. Um, so although the sniffers had helped customs seize 40 kilograms of cigarettes, 181 kilograms of meat, they c- uncovered no Class A drugs, <laughs> um, even though it was a very high priority, in quotes. Okay. Um, it sounds a little bit like they're blaming the dogs. Yeah. Um, rude. Yeah. Most, so they smuggled, um, one dog trained to find smuggled animal products had made multiple accurate detections, but most of small amounts of cheese or sausages were only brought back. Um. What do you expect? They found no drugs. And that was their one job. Dog, it's your one job. Um, here's a... It says a police handler, a police dog handler, talks with a colleague as his sniffer dog waits outside. Aww, <laughs> and it looks like a spaniel or something. That's cute. Yeah. I mean, those dogs obviously had a very high food drive, and yeah, they must have trained them wrong. Like that's really the only uh, yeah, way, or, or right? like don't put them in a place where there's gonna be smuggled meats. Of course, they're gonna go after the, For the meat. meats. Yeah. yeah, dogs don't want heroin. No. They want sausage. Yeah, unless you're gonna Just reward like me. them. <laughs> unless you're gonna <laughs> reward them with sausage. Yeah, come on. That's the only way. That's so cute, though. I they're know. like, mm, don't care about those drugs. Care about sausage. Sausage. So and cheese. Yeah. Don't forget about the cheese. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, so this is from ABC News. Okay. And, let's see, uh, January 13th, 2020. Man, I'm, like, relevant. So relevant. So, this is called Dog Saves Man Who Was Followed Home by a Robbery Suspect. Um, so, this is in Houston, Texas, and neighbor's dog is being credited for helping stop a violent robbery. Okay, so, anyway, I... <laughs> You guys probably didn't hear the pause, but we paused, and now we're back. Um, Okay, so a neighbor's dog is being credited for helping stop a violent robbery after a man was followed home from the bank in northeast Houston. Don't know if I already said that, but here we go. The victim, 55-year-old Jose Hernandez, said he didn't see the suspect approaching him on the sidewalk or the car that had followed him home from the bank, but a neighbor's security camera recorded the incident, including the dog's heroic action. So... A guy came up behind me and said, control your dog, Hernandez said. 
Ace is a small dog that belongs to the neighbor, but with its strong protective instinct, a nose for people with bad and a nose for people with bad intentions. Then he said, "Give me the money." Hmm. When he refused, he was pushed into a drainage ditch. <gasps> he ripped my shirt and took an envelope with some money. But Ace literally stayed on the suspect's heels and wouldn't let go of his pants. It's like a freaking movie. Hernandez says he tried to put up a fight, which was difficult because a car accident years ago left him with a weak leg and arm. Um, not the robber. Hernandez himself was left with a weak leg and arm. But since he was on his back in the ditch, he was able to keep the suspect from running off with most of his money. This type of robbery is known as jugging which is when a bank customer withdraws money and is targeted with a lookout inside the bank, and then an accomplice follows the intended victim waiting in a vehicle. Yeah. So the suspect is told to follow, and what kind of car they're driving. Hernando says he's fine, he's hurt, I still have most of my money, but he vows to be more cautious in the future. But the real hero, he says, is Ace, the dog. He helped scare him away and helped save me, he said, petting the small terrier mix. Ace will be getting extra treats. Oh, good. Yeah. Yay, yeah, yeah, So Ace. sweet. A small terrier mix. Yeah. That is cute. And those dogs bite heels, so, yeah. you know. Little ankle biters. Yeah. So All I right. liked that. Good. This one is from people.com. Um, and it gets a little dark, so I'm going to skip over some stuff, but... Um, yeah. So, Hero Rescue Pup credited with saving three children from being abducted in the middle of the night. Oh my gosh, that dog is so cute. He's a tree-walking coon hound, which basically is a giant beagle. Yeah, literally looks like a giant beagle. Um, (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's cute. Um, so this was in Pennsylvania, um, and this family's recently adopted four-year-old rescue dog, Edgar, um, thwarted an alleged child abduction. Um, in, on April 28th of 2019. So a little under a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Tom Lambert is the... Um, oh my god, Elsie is hugging Tally. Is she, is she humping? No. No. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, so Tom Lambert is the father of these children, um, and, uh, also the father of Edgar. Um, so... Um, basically, Edgar frightened this man, um, who was 20 years old. His last name was DeWald. Um, he scared him, um, out of their home in the middle a of the 20 night. A 20-year-old was going to adopt children? Ad- abduct. Abduct yeah. children? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so... Adopt, abduct. Abduct. What? Same thing, right? <laughs> Um, no. <laughs> That's so, crazy. What the hell was he going to do? What well, I don't... Just listen. Okay. So, Lambert says, it was like a growl howl. Um, about the noise Edgar made that alerted the family to the intruder that was already inside the home. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so, um, uh, what was his name? Lambert says that it was obvious he was really upset. As soon as I got him to quit barking, I heard sounds of someone going down the stairs. Oh my gosh. So he knew somebody was in the home, and it's the middle of the night, and his children are asleep. Um, he's probably terrified. Yeah. Um, so he went downstairs to So this is the dad? Yeah. Okay. So he went downstairs to check on the noise, um, and he discovered that the kitchen window and door were open. Um, so he immediately went back upstairs to check on his daughters, who were still in their beds. Okay. Um, and the dog starts barking and woke up. Um, oh, sorry. This is I'm 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 unprepared and did not write my story, <laughs> so it's kind of like overlapping. Y'all, we're but, a mess. Please forgive us. Um. So, um. 
they, they said the dog potentially saved the little girl's lives because Dang. DeWald is also suspected of kidnapping another four-year-old girl. Holy shit. Um, three days earlier. And so he had been charged with multiple felony counts, including kidnapping, burglary, false imprisonment, unlawful restraint, and criminal trespass in connection with that kidnapping. Wow. Um, so. That dog literally just solved a crime. Yes. Also, as well as saving his. And they caught him from it. Good. Is a thing. So. um, I think they caught him from it. Did I just make that up? I mean, where would he have gone? He was upstairs, right? No, he was already out of the house at that point. Oh. Yeah, because he was in the kitchen downstairs. And, well, the dad came downstairs and saw the kitchen door open. Okay. So he was already gone. Um, but so what had happened, and I'm not going to go into all the detail, but he had gone into this, the home of this little girl and had kidnapped her from her second floor bedroom. Okay. Um, but she was able to escape. Um, from him, he stuffed her into a wooden trunk, and that's the most gory thing I'm going to say, but she was able to escape. She is okay. Yeah. Um, and, um, she was found along the road close to his grandparents' house, um, two and a half miles from her home. So, um, which, he lived at his grandparents' house, I guess, or at least that's where he took her. So, two and a half miles from her Her home. Yeah. Yeah. So, they searched his grandmother's home and found a wooden chest, directly under the air conditioning unit, and they had DNA evidence that she was likely the one that was in the chest. Wow. Um, or likely was in that chest. Um, so they found um, uh, a lot of stuff, basically, incriminating him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he admitted to kidnapping the girl, and he also admitted that he entered the Lambert's home. Um, and... Uh, through a window three days later and went upstairs into their bedroom. So wait. So, so, yeah, hang on. I'm confused, too. So, DeWald came home during the search and admitted that he kidnapped the girl and entered the Lambert's bed home through a window three days later, went upstairs into the children's bedroom. So, I don't know if he was in the children's bedroom, the dog started barking, and he ran away. Right. Or if he's lying and he didn't... Tally. Or if he's lying and he didn't actually get up into their bedroom. Yeah. I don't know. But So, what does that mean three days later? So, the, he kidnapped the first girl. Oh, and, and then, then three days, days later, later okay, went to go kidnap these house. children. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, he had searched the neighborhood for children playing in their yards. He told Ew. the police. Um, playing in their yards unsupervised. Um, what a creepo. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, hey, come here, baby. It's okay. Come. Are you upset? There was another part that I saw. Where he admitted. Oh. That he chose their home because there were children in it. I forget. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. So Lambert says that he's incredibly thankful for Edgar. um, And that uh, he said, quote, I was like, of course it would be this huge, like, dumb, dumb pain in the butt that would save our children's lives. Oh, (laughs) yeah, seriously. Yeah. You think it's going to be you, like, that won't let anything bad happen, but instead it's your... Sweet little dummy puppy. Yeah. That's funny. Well, guys, that's pretty much it. And, (laughs) (laughs) no. Um, I wanted to mention that this, uh, March 2020 is Social Work Month. Yes. And this week, which doesn't really matter because it'll be Thursday when this comes, or Wednesday when this comes out, but it's self-care week, so try and take care of yourself this week. Do, Do a little something extra, be intentional about... Doing something that 
makes you feel good and gets your mind off whatever is stressing you out. Mm-hmm. And that's not just watching Netflix. You have to actually, like, do stuff, too. Yeah. So, so uh, you, <laughs> you need to do something. Eat, some, eat something good to take care of yourself. Let you indulge a little. Have a glass of wine. Don't have a glass of wine. Take whatever a Whatever your body needs. Meditate. Do yoga. Something that you maybe neglect usually, but then this week you're going to be intentional about providing it for yourself. Yeah. So. Tal! <laughs> Tally just opened a cabinet to get candy cane. <laughs> uh, so that's what our dogs do. And She just um, opened that cabinet. I know, she did. Is she going to do it again? She's like, if Do you, you smell would, the peppermint? If you would stop looking at me, I would. <laughs> um, yeah, so our dogs do that, and if you have any cool dog stories to share with us, do it. On Instagram or Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. At Sherlock Bones Podcast on Instagram and Podcast Bones on Twitter. On the Twitter. All right. See you next, next time. Next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>